You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. As a father, yes, I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to another episode of Baby Daddy Chronicles. It is I. It is he. It is your future favorite baby daddy. And today, I got the OG my dad on once again. Yo. First timer, long time listener of the Baby Daddy Chronicles, my brother Manny. What up, what up? Hopefully in a few years, soon to be, have a child of his own. No comment. No comment, huh? <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing, No comment. No comment. <laughs> Years. <laughs> All right. He gonna he, he gonna be like, hey, big bro, you in town? Could you watch such and such? I'm gonna be like, <laughs> right. No, no comment. comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how's everybody doing? Doing all right, man. How about you? Good. I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm here, man. I'm striving. Oh. I'm striving. I'm striving. I'm striving. So today's topic, right, is going to be titled. Wanting to be better than my father. Right. Man, that's hard to do, bro. And (laughs) came up with this concept for me and Manny to talk about what it was like having dad as a dad. And then he could talk about what it's like having us as sons. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the game plan. So question to you, Manny. Mm -hmm. How would you describe dad as a father? Um, Definitely a provider. For sure, a provider. I think someone who um, we can go to as as his sons. Mm. You know, um, sometimes you know you can't go to the moms for everything. Oh, that's facts. You know, love my mom, love her to death, but she, like you know, yeah, she, she can't handle everything. She's she not cool under pressure like that. <laughs> <It's> like, <great. laughs> she's gonna go off. <laughs> you know, you gotta go with the pops. I also think just like you know his knowledge in terms of just like life and politics and education and just everything. Um, like those are like some of the main things that kind of really stayed out to me. And I think it's interesting too, because, you know, in a sense, but in a little different path, like never would, I was talking with a friend the other day and I was like, I never would have thought that I would be like in education, Mm. you know? I don't Um, think he did either. Yeah. So I I knew I would work with young people, but not in the same realm, you know, basically. And so like, it's, it's, especially working with students of color. Like, so like, I Mm. would say those two things, those three things really kind of stand out. Mm. Okay. The support thing is big because like, and he was a provider, but he provided more than just financial, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a major thing because like most dads will be like, I don't don't gotta like you. I just gotta love you. And I just gotta put a roof over your head Mm -hmm. and make sure you fed. But that was to their extent of their of their fatherhood, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like I still remember to this day, 
I don't remember what year it was, but my team was playing in a um, conference championship, and we lost. I think it was the year we had that boy Mike, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, you you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And we lost in the conference championship. Mm-hmm. It was a close game. We lost like one of the best teams, and then mm-hmm. like I was see he was consoling me. I was crying. So I'm like, that's probably my best shot at the championship. And then mm-hmm. we got in the car, and you had a. Uh, you had Gall as your coach then, and you like we lost in the conference championship, but y'all won the championship in that same day. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I remember that. That's important. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like a lot of people, a lot of a lot of men don't don't have that. Like when I be yeah. talking to my friends and stuff, and then he was like, we was doing an episode, and I was talking about like you know why I want to get married, and he was like, what's the benefits of getting married? He was mm-hmm. like, why you want to get married? And I was like, I want what my parents have. And he was like, see, I'm coming from a different perspective. That's true. I, I ain't That's have true. that. They were my parents were single, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's so rare to see like black love, but it's also rare to see black love for this long and to have a good role model. Like, okay, I know this is how you treat a woman because I saw my dad treat my yeah. mom this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not just any black love, but I think healthy black love. Exactly, like, like, healthy black love. I've never, deep. you know, and I was just talking with my girlfriend about this. I don't think I've ever seen my parents like cuss each other out or even cuss in general rarely you know what i'm saying like when in conversation and so i think that you know as a precedent that i also want to like extend to my kids as well because like i've seen it work in a healthy way you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like him treat her like a like a queen right and so those things like filter down to the kids you know and so like it gives us like a good role model um and also not only that but like i think you know our dad is wise and so you know, I know for me, particularly as I get inch closer to marriage, it's interesting because I just find myself going to both of them, right, just for, like, advice, mm-hmm. you know, um, and knowing that it's sound advice. And I know that, like, not only advice, but, like, unfiltered and also just, like, um, what's the word I'm looking Objective, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm wrong, they can be like, nah, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if I'm not, right, like, yeah, they, you know, they not yeah. going. So, and that's what you We're going to let like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, you need people who are going, parents who are going to challenge you you know and because that's ultimately going to help you to be a better whatever fill in the Mm -hmm. blank you know so i think that's super imperative yeah um when i look at dad as a how view him as a father is uh i think he excelled as a father Mm -hmm. i think he did oh that's sorry that's me he did uh he was wise beyond his years like i feel like he might have had a, a bar, like let's say the bar is like one eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to be eight. But he he got to a ten. Mm-hmm. And he stayed there. Like, you know, sometimes you get older, the parents don't have to do as much, and they start slacking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they, they stop parenting. They be like, All right, I did my job. But that's not necessarily the case with him. Like yeah. if I need if I if I need to go to four advice, I don't. But if I need to, he's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mean, I even just I think like having parents who loved us and still do right and still are there for us um i think just when i left for when i started like when i went to college when i went to grad school just like learning that like yo like that's not everybody's like situation and like there's a lot of people who i know you know who got like parent issues daddy issues you know what i'm saying and so i think that's like super key and i think you was talking touching on like sports and stuff earlier i think one of the other key things that you know our parents really like allowed us to do was to kind of like be vulnerable and try different things. Like Jocelyn played like darn it every sport in the book, you know, you didn't play multiple sports. And even when you didn't like it, 
you know, like you still had the ability to do so. There's some parents, father specifically was like, no, you only doing football or basketball because mm-hmm. those are like the masculine things to mm-hmm. do. You know what I'm saying? But like they let, I did freaking gymnastics. You did tennis, you know, Josh did baseball. He, we did a variety of different things and we could have, you know, did anything, you know, and not only just that, but just even with career stuff as well, like. You know, we never were pushed into, oh, you need to be either a doctor, engineer, Mm -hmm. lawyer, or don't come home, you know. But, like, we could do whatever it is that we wanted to do. Like, you doing podcasts and stuff. I'm in education. Josh is, like, more entrepreneurial, you know. And so we kind of had, like, the leeway um, and the freedom to kind of do those things. You try to figure it out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, that's important. Hey, you got to figure it out. Yeah. It ain't easy. And then I think one of the key things was I was able to go to him and, like, not feel judged. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. So I think when it comes to some parents, you go to them. You don't go to them because you're going to feel judged. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying, so I feel like that's huge. Like I know if I got something going on, like hey, listen here, man, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> life is lifing right now. Like you that's know what I'm saying, like, hey, adulting is real, bro. Yeah, for sure, we're learning that crap. <laughs> like I'm struggling. What What is your favorite memory, your dad? Uh, I think one of my favorite memories, I think this is actually the last time we all was in a pool together, but uh, on my wall at home, I have, you know, like my little photos when we were younger and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so there's one where like, we're all like, we're young. I think we went to, I don't know if it was Palm Desert or somewhere out west. I think it might have been. And he was like, it it was, man, it was so hot that like my mom wears like some slides um, and it's like literally it would just burn through. Like she literally couldn't wear them. So that's the hottest I think I've ever been. Palm Desert was so hot. It was 99 degrees at midnight. Midnight, y'all. Midnight. Not at 12 p.m., 12 a.m. 99 degrees. I remember being hot, but I don't remember being that hot. It, it was hot. Up, it got up to, I think, 118. I don't even know how people live in that. Something like that. I couldn't do it. Bugs was out there playing golf. Like it was nothing. Mm. He's used to it. Yeah. I don't know. But that, but there, there was a picture where Dad was kind of like, we all kind of jumped on him. He was kind of holding us all up in the pool. And so, like, I kind of was like, I was like, yo, that's a dope, like, fatherhood moment, you mm. know? So that's probably one of my favorite ones. But also, I think just, like, um, us, me being specifically, like, dad coached me in AAU, mm-hmm. you know? He and, like, uh-huh. And so, like, him, like, pushing me and just being like, yo, like, yo, well, you know, teach me. Because, you know, he played ball when he was mm-hmm. younger as well. And so, like, being able to do that. And we ain't win too many games. Uh, but you say the team wasn't no good. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like, trash. it'd be like, all right, it'd be like AI the year he went to the finals. Basically, yeah. Man, man keeping the game in there as soon as he fell out. I remember one year, I remember one game you got hurt and y'all was up by like six with like four minutes left and you got hurt, couldn't play the rest of the game. Y'all lost by 20. Right. I was just like, bro, how they going to 24 to like a 26 hey man, to six? The, fir- the first game, I think he had 34 points. Mm-hmm. Most was coming up to me. Who is that? You know, um, maybe we can get him. And bruh fouled out. That was the end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) That was a wrap. It was a wrap. But I miss those days, though, because, you know, traveling and even though we didn't win much, it's like having him as a coach and just like growing and, you know, picking his basketball mind and listening to his wisdom in that regard. um, It was pretty cool and stuff that like I still like miss and reminisce on to this day. Um, I'll say my favorite memory uh, was it was the only time me and you was on the team together. Mm-hmm. Remember that year, mm-hmm. and uh, he gave he gave he gave the team a choice because um, what choice was that? Greg, 
Greg had a, remember we had Greg middle year we stunk we got Greg and became one of the best teams oh, yeah, in the yeah, league yeah, yeah, but yeah. then that snow day messed him up so the, commis- oh, yeah, so the commissioner yeah, yeah. was like play. yeah oh, so yeah. my dad gave us an option he was like we can play with Greg and be eliminated <laughs> or we can try to play with Greg and not be eliminated I was like we might as well play with Greg because we ain't winning without him <laughs> <laughs> we ain't winning without him I remember that yeah, and yeah, I remember yeah, specifically yeah. like we ran because we were losing big at halftime and like dad made us go like full court press the rest of the game <laughs> and he had this little set to where I would be over for three and I couldn't make a single three that game and he told Patrick Troy made the last one to seal the deal and I was just like that's that faith and commitment because then the other time but also dad knew me like I remember I can't remember what team we was on but I remember specifically because it was like a lot of people we had that year was playing baseball Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was one game where, like, we only had, like, seven players because the rest of the team had to go. You remember that? Yeah. The rest of them had to yeah. go play baseball. And yeah. we we was down 20. I'm making a run. I think I scored, like, 20-plus against one of my better games. <laughs> and then I was about to I, – I, I thought I had a foul, and a ref wouldn't uh, call it. And my da- dad saw me getting aggravated. He was, ah, come sit down before, <laughs> before, you, before you blow this force. Like, he just knew. Like, he knew – he knew, like, when I was on a roll, and he knew, like, okay, come sit down. Like, I remember – it was like a Thursday night, and uh, it was when remember we had the big boy, uh, the the big tall boy, the little white boy who couldn't shoot. J- Justin, I think his name. No, was. it wasn't. It wasn't Justin. He was he was redhead, and Dad had him the year before, and he wasn't really doing much. And then we had got him the year. At, uh, he he went over to the best team a year after, and we mm-hmm. weren't one of the better teams. And I remember like Dad pulled me quick. We got off to a hot start. It was like nine nothing, and I'm on a fast break. It was a two on one, and I pull up for three. I make it. Dad sat me down. He was like, "Nah." He was like, "Nah." He was like, "No, come sit down." This is that's that's a layup. That's not. We, this was four step Curry. He was like, "You not step Curry. It's a two on one. You pass the ball like you're not about to see him just pull up. Like who do you think you are? Like I'm saying, I was like, "Think you the Ice Man?" Hey, listen, hey, listen. I, I hit my first three threes. I was like, "Okay, I'm feeling it." I was like, "I'm feeling feel it from the bench too." <laughs> oh my gosh. What would be, how would you view us as sons, Dad? Oh, y'all were all right. Y'all were typical boys, always mm-hmm. getting into stuff. That's why I was telling somebody, I can't remember, oh, when I was over at my brother's house, said, we baby-proofed the whole house. We have, no, you know, most people, they got end tables and cocktail tables. We never had any of that <laughs> stuff. Because y'all were boys. All y'all was going to do was break it up, and then your yeah. mom was going to get upset at you. Yeah. So why even go that route? I mean, even to this day, we still ain't got no cocktail cocktail and end tables yeah so you know i mean y'all were all right you were typical boys you know doing what you need to do but you know you were involved in sports that kept you active and kept you now the thing was we we kept wanting to make sure y'all got your grades and y'all be slacking at times (laughs) i remember josh was in ib (laughs) i can't do this i can't do this yes you can and then when josh decided he could do it it was too late because, you know, you had to have, mm-hmm. I think, straight Bs yeah. or something like that. And he ended up with, like, I don't know, three four, three or four Bs, and he got one C. I said, see, if you would have made up your mind, you could do it. Mm-hmm. You would have had these Bs. You would have been in this IB, and you could have gotten all those college credits. Yeah. But he felt, oh, this is too hard. It is hard. Life is hard. Yeah. It ain't easy. So, you know, it's those types of things you try to develop in your kids so that, um, you know, they will have the strong work ethic. And as far as I'm concerned, it worked because all y'all be hustling. You got to hustle. <laughs> you, know? you know, unless you make it, multi, you know, 
two, three hundred thousand dollars, you're gonna need to hustle on the side doing something, you know, especially with these gas prices. Well, gas is coming down now a little bit, but um, these this inflation with food and all of that. I mean, I was just telling Uncle Marshall, mom went used to buy Twizzlers and they was a dollar ninety eight. She just bought some now they two ninety eight. We talking about Twizzlers, mm. an extra dollar. That's for real. But hey, this is this is what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say your favorite moment was with between me and Manny, if you had one? I don't have favorite moments. I think the best moments I remember once, um <laughs> I remember once where all three of y'all had basketball games almost at the same time. <laughs> and so I think I had to go to Emmanuel's game first because we was playing J V. And then I think Teroy, you had a game, and then later on that evening, Joshua had. Did Josh have a basketball game or a baseball game? I think it was basketball, Mm. and I made it to all three. Because see, one of the reasons why that was big for me was because my dad was only able because he worked in the job he had. He was only able to make it to, I think, two of my games, Mm. and I played basketball for three years. And uh, I said, well, when I get older, I want to make sure that I have time to make it to my kids' games. So it's easier to make it to your games when I'm the coach. (laughs) 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 Now, 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 I might have been limited in my basketball coaching skills, but, you know, I had a few plays and a few things, you know. But um, And so that was big for me because, you know, it's interesting that you talk about it now all the years later, because those are memories. Mm -hmm. Those are things that, you know, we spent time with, we spent time doing and all those types of things. You can't forget those things. Mm -hmm. And so so that's, that's the big thing. And with parents, because you think day to day when that kid comes out the womb and, you know, you holding them and you think 18 years is going to be a long time. And 18 years go fast. And unless you have had those memories of times where, like I said, we went to Palm Desert and, you know, we did all those different types of things. Before you know it, they grown, they out the house, they on their own. They got their own families. And once they yeah. got their own families, you become second. Yeah. And I think not only just having those memories, but also I think it's important to like capture those memories. And I think when we was younger, we definitely did that. And so even from us, I think now it's even easier to do that now because we have everybody got smartphones. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm even learning that for myself, like in my own relationships. And as we, you know, come together as families on different occasions, like capturing videos and pictures, because like, you know, when we are, we all going to leave this earth one mm-hmm. day, you know what I'm saying? And yep. so like, that's why like, I try so yeah. hard to get as many podcasts in with y'all as possible. So mm-hmm. if something were to happen and like, let's yeah. say like, I lose. That's why I try to do things for like with family too. Like, let's say something happens and like I don't remember. Like, I don't have anything in your voice. I always have exactly. a podcast. Podcast gonna live forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always, I always have that. Yeah. And when it comes to support, that's big. Like, that's like I know when I have a when I have a family and kids. Like, I want to do the same thing because that's what I saw how important it was for me. Like, you know what I'm saying it was even one time I remember uh, when I had to go to. Uh, WIP and it was midnight. He was there. Oh yeah, it was twelve to four. <laughs> hey man, that was your dream. My job is to help you reach your dream. Yeah, 
You know, and and I think you know, as parents, that's what we got to do. It's called sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to sacrifice because the objective is. And I was telling individuals, I think I was telling them in one of my classes, the objective for every parent is to see their child do better than they did. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you know they got to be making a ton of money or anything along that line, but you know they've got a family. They treat their family right. They treat their wife right or husband or whoever it is. And, um, you know, that is the objective of what you're trying to accomplish that the children can go out and be a success in society. Now, what that success is really depends on them. For most people in this society, you know, success is money or, or success is being an engineer or being a doctor or no success is whatever you decide success is. Mm -hmm. You don't want other people to dictate what success is for you because society will do that oh that's all that you are Mm -hmm. no no i'm happy with where i am Mm -hmm. i'm a director at an institution i got a lot of friends of mine like i just had a friend of mine become president he's president at a community college in new mexico great for him Mm -hmm. i don't need those headaches (laughs) Mm -mm. now does the money good yeah but man i seen you know presidents man it it takes takes the life out of you yeah you got to be everywhere you got all these people depending on you you got these people you got to fundraise money you got people not liking you because they ain't getting no raises i'm like oh i'm good where i am you know what when i leave ucf at six o'clock or seven o'clock when i come home ain't nobody calling me (laughs) and i'm okay with that (laughs) do not call me do not disturb (laughs) I would say another one of my favorite memories was it was two. It was the first time I broadcasted the Rattler uh, men's game because I remember I was about to go. I was, I was about to go home because I had to work at Universal the next day. Mm-hmm. So I called that. I'm thinking back, man. I did horrible. I'm out here stuttering. I can't get these players' names right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was studying. I was practicing. He was like, No, nah, you did you, for your first time. You did really good, and that gave me the confidence because I was thinking, like, I don't know if I could do this. That that was bad. Like, that was horrible. And then to see that, and then. The second to last game I broadcasted, the last game, it was, you know, we, we lost to Norfolk. Nobody want to talk about of that. Of course you're going to lose to <laughs> Norfolk State. But Behold the green and gold, baby. <sighs> I was really salty about that. Cause if we we if we'd have beat Norfolk and beat Bethune, we'd have went to the playing game, and I was going to be able to broadcast it. That's all I cared about. Mm-hmm. I, was, I know we was going to lose, but that would have been nice on my resume. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it was the second to last game we beat Dell State. In overtime, and we had made, we we had to make a comeback, and Dad was like, "Yeah, that was good." He was like, "You you you finding your stride? That was real mm-hmm. good." And I was like, "Okay," because I, I I think that's when like I really hit my stride was around like the tournament. Like I knew I think it was because it was more so like a bonding experience. Like you know, not just broadcast, get a couple interviews and go home, but because we was all in the same hotel, I actually had to sit down and really like get to know them. Then I was able to video it, so that was like it was though that was uh, I remember that video. Yeah. Dad called me. So he was like, "Yeah, man, that was good. That was real good. <laughs> hey, that was really good. You know, it was. It was. It was really good. It was professional. The only thing I had was sometimes your your partner would say something and you would laugh. I'm like, bro, come on. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you go. <laughs> That's just my laugh. I can't help it, <laughs> bro. Don't laugh. I can't All right? help it. <laughs> Do the play by play and don't laugh. <laughs> But other than that, it was on. I'm supposed I mean, to be like, he's supposed to be say something funny and just look at him like. That's right. <laughs> Smile. But see, for you, it also helped that, like, you had a dad who did mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Same like me in education. Like, so I think it's beneficial for us in that way because, like, 
he did or does those things, you know. And mm-hmm. so, I, like, it kind of gave a different angle of support compared to someone. Not saying that someone who didn't do those things couldn't give, like, support, but, like, you were getting it from, we were getting it from someone who, like, has lived it, you know. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, it. I knew education thing was going to be for me. Mm-hmm. And so, I remember he told me at an early age, I was, I was, I came, I think it was, like, Sixers and Timberwolves. We was upstairs in Sickleville House watching the game. And he was like, I'm going to tell you something, son. You like to talk. Your best bet to get in the NBA is to do what them announcers doing because you ain't growing. <laughs> he was like, you're not growing. Like, <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. I mean, you don't see too many yeah. small people in the NBA. That's when I decided. Yeah. I mean, I, I was telling a group of students, I mean, I actually got offers to play in college. And I'm like, you know what? I'm five foot six. I ain't going to the NBA. If I don't get this education down – I ain't going to be making no money. So let me go on and get this education down and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Most definitely. Most definitely. And Athens. And then he like really just supported my dream. Like I only, he found the sports broadcasting camp. I didn't find that. Then he was like, yeah, we're going to sign you up for that. Then that was like a daily thing until I left Jersey. So it was like, what? Are they still doing that? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. He's still doing it. Yeah. Yeah, They be expanding now. Like they went to, they in Houston, they just had, um, uh, what's that chick's name on ESPN? Um, the black chick, Malia Taylor or something like that. Malika Taylor. Oh, Malika. Yeah, Malika he, he just had Malika out in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's big time. Yeah, yeah and Malika's not old either. She's oh, yeah, she's young. young. She's killing the game. She's mm-hmm. killing it big. Time. Killing it. So yeah, they still doing their thing, and I was like, mm. I because I think it gave me an advantage. So like, I knew early on, broadcasting was the way for me to go. Yeah. And then I knew early on, thanks to that, like play by play, because I talked to you fast. Color commentary, you got to know the game. I played the game, but I haven't studied the game. Right. But yeah. I know the game well enough to call play by play. And then I and then I was like, if I do radio, because if I can master radio, TV's easy. I wanted to master radio, and I knew Dad did that. And then also gave me that advantage because when I got the fam, I knew like what y'all was trying to teach me. Like y'all wanted me to do like. Uh, like a newscast, I can't read off a teleprompter and can keep my emotions in check. Like I'm, I'm, I'm stale. Like I knew that wasn't for me. I knew that early on. Like and I was like, yeah, let me stick to the play by play because <laughs> this part here ain't it. But I would never, if I'd have never had that support, I would have never known. Yeah. And now you know what I'm saying I told, remember I was telling my teachers, I want you to do something. I'm telling you this right now to save my strong suit. So it'd be better if you have had me behind the camera. Yeah. Because if you if you want a productive newscast, that's not that's that's <laughs> not that's that's not my strength. Mm-hmm. And you just gonna be like, oh Jackson, I'm like, I tried to tell you it's not my strength. Yeah. Hey. So you gotta know your strengths you and your weaknesses. But and also you gotta like, be honest with it. You know, you speak to something that's like called just like really I, when you was thinking, I was talking about thinking about the word like investment, right? Like cause you know, again, you can someone can say like, oh, like I support you, but it's like you're not willing to invest, right? And so cause you talked about how you went to camps and stuff like they also allowed me to go to camps, you know? And so it's like, they were literally investing in, you know, us, you know, and mm-hmm. we didn't know we gonna make a career out of it or what, you know, but it's like, they were willing to invest in like what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, I think that's like super, cause like these basketball leagues and stuff, they wasn't cheap. You oh, know no. what I'm saying? They wasn't free. Yeah, I remember you went to, what was that? To Sunny, Sunny Hill, Hill? Sunny yeah. Hill camp. I remember mm-hmm. that. that was all week. What was that you and, and, um, Temple. Zach, right? Yeah. And Zach. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Like that stuff ain't cheap and it ain't free. So uh, when you have kids and stuff like that, like you got to be willing to sacrifice, like he said, yeah. and like invest in their dreams and stuff. And it's like, it obviously financially, you know, like you take a hit, but it's like also it's an investment into mm-hmm. like the future, you know? Yeah. 
Exactly. So I just want to get married. If I could just be half the man this man is, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. Hey, yeah. man, you need to be better than me, bro. I know, but if I could just be half, I, that I, I, I'll, be still, half. I'll still be a okay. Be 150 <laughs> percent. Yeah, you know, because you know when you when you got your family, you got to realize one, it ain't gonna be easy. Two, you got to take care of them. Three, you got to provide for them, and four, you got to provide those experiences mm-hmm. so that they can grow, mm-hmm. grow as individuals, so they can mature. You know, one of the reasons we would go places is so yeah. y'all could see different things and realize that it's a big world out mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Big world. I ain't even been to places I want to go to. Yeah, but it's a yeah. big world, and because what happens is, and I talk with my students. Well, basically every school I've been to, I'm like, a lot of students have been, they live in their state, and that's all they know. Mm-hmm. And i never forget when I was at the College of New Jersey, one of my students, we would always take a trip. One year we would go to D.C., and the next year we would go to Baltimore. And uh, I remember a student coming to me and said, oh, Mr. Jackson, thank you so much, you know, for doing this because I've never been out of the state of New Jersey until we went on these trips. I'm like, Really? But, you know, there, there are things that you guys did that mm-hmm. a lot of people did not do. And so you want to be in the, begin to do the same things for your family, which means that you might have to sacrifice some things that you want to do so that your kids can do those things. Mm-hmm. That's just part of being a parent. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, I, I really, I value those trips, and I don't think I realize it. Like, I don't think we really realize how beneficial and how just like blessed we were mm-hmm. to be able to experience like we went to you know california and, phoenix you know, phoenix and like all these different places and stuff and it's just like like you said like growing up we didn't realize that wasn't everybody's experience mm-hmm. like that i feel like when i didn't really realize until i really got to college i didn't, I didn't even realize that like people ain't have like their mom and dad at home until i got yeah. to like high school and i was just like hold up <laughs> like your dad don't live with you yeah. well, I don't know him What especially, you mean you don't know Especially him? because like This just so happened That when we was growing up And where we was Most people had their mom And their dad mm-hmm. As well Or you even know? if they didn't have a dad They had a father figure In a home yeah. or something Yeah Yeah but I think the traveling part is key, though. I think, especially for me Like as I like have traveled And stuff a lot now Like I think about like my experiences growing up, mm-hmm. my travel was just like, yo, me and my girlfriend, we talk about like, yo, like that's something we got to have for our kids. Mm-hmm. Like there's students who I know at my school, you know, like they've been all over the country and jungle. It's like, yo, like I want that like for my kids. I want to mm-hmm. be able to take my kids to China or Dubai or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like having those experiences like really have for me, brought it, like brought in my mind. And like for them, like you have to see like, yo, it's bigger than just here the USA you know there's so much more world out there and it's like we don't always do everything right you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and even if you disagree with something that another country another place does you know it's just about like being exposed to like something different you know like right. me and my girlfriend we're like planning to go to um, Arizona and it's like it's just different you know like we just want to go and freaking star watch you know mm-hmm. and it's like Arizona it, cheap too Depends on honestly, kind of not like it just depends on where you go. Yeah. Like them prices are kind of high as heck. I ain't gonna lie, it's getting up there. It's mm. getting up there. So we we was gonna go for an extended time, but now we're just gonna go for a weekend. But it's just like yo, like let's get out. We know we always do cities. Let's do some different type of terrain. Let's go see some mountains. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, but again, I want us to experience those things. So then, like, whenever we do get to the point of having kids, then they can like we feel more comfortable allowing them to experience those mm-hmm. things. You know, because we've done it. You know. Yep. I will say my favorite trait about that was what 
it will be two things that I would take that he did as a father that I will, I will want to emulate, which would be how he provided, how he hustled, but more importantly, how he was able to just keep calm on the pressure. That's like that's true. a that's, that's a skill. Yeah, like that's a skill. <laughs> that's real though. That's real. Hey, like, man. cause you notice know, there are some parents where like they start stressing, they start taking it out on the kids. But you were like, if dad was stressing, I know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know, cause he he kept it calm and cool and collected. And not just then, but now, mm-hmm. you know, even, even like then. Josh had a situation a few years ago and was like, dad is just, just calm, just cool. You know, like we can just keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to like dumb it down and mm-hmm. sugarcoat it. It's just like, look, this is what it is. What you got for me? You know, mm-hmm. this is what you got to do. You know? <laughs> and I don't take that for granted. Right. Cause again, like not everyone has definitely two parents, but even just one, like who you can go to, like that will give you sound advice. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I think that as I've grown older, like I don't take that for granted, particularly when you're talking about relationship advice, right? Like having a, a parents who have been together for what, 32, 33 years mm-hmm. who have literally like loved each other and health in a healthy way. Like I don't take that for granted. And not only that, but it's like some parents are not even willing to have these conversations mm-hmm. with their kids, you know what I'm saying? Grown or young, you know? And so the fact that we have, that I, I, I cherish that and I don't take that for granted. Because I think I'm, as we got it. older, right, I think dad just became more of a realist. Like, I will come home, or I will, he know I'm going over to chick house, don't bring back no babies. Because <laughs> you know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> you know what's going down. Like, it's not like, you know, it's just stay protected. Don't bring home no babies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know what's going we down. We prefer like that you not, but yeah. knowing the situation the way it is, let's be real. Yeah. And I you think know? that's a balance though, right? Because I I mean, if me, you know, potentially want to have kids in the future and it's just like, how do you find that balance, right? Because at the end of the day, you raise your kids the way like you want them to be. But then it's also, you got to get to a point where it's like, look, like I've done my part. Like now it's like, yeah, you, you got to make your own decisions. Now there's consequences mm-hmm. to those decisions, good or bad, mm-hmm. yep. but it's like, we did our part. And so it's like finding that, that balance, like, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, we gonna wrap this up. This was good. Mm-hmm. This was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, no social media for you. Nah, nah. bro. Right. <laughs> Say what? Say no social media for him. I don't need you to follow me. Nah, it ain't that man. deep. <laughs> I only got Facebook anyway. Mostly I ain't even on Facebook, so it's, I'm good. Yeah, that's old people stuff right now. <laughs> it's, it's all good. I'm barely on that. All right, then. Um, I appreciate y'all getting on. <laughs> I wanted to do this because I don't know next time, you know, we all going to be able to do this. Hey, yeah. you never so, know. Um, y'all know y'all can find me, man. Uh, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Baby Daddy Cron. I started a Facebook group. For all the fathers out you there, you got a Facebook group. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I, I just Lord. I just haven't like really promoted yet. I'm still trying to get everything together. Baby Daddy Chronicles, just for safe space to where fathers can get baby daddies, guardians, people taking uh, care of their kids. Well, maybe can I get, need to join your little yeah, face can, group. Can you know get advice from other fathers? A place yeah, where you can yeah. vent that you may not be able to vent at maybe home. We'll you know, a, mm-hmm. maybe we'll do a Facebook live one time. We might do something like ask, that. Ask Mister J some questions. <laughs> See what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you an answer. You might not like it, but I'm gonna give you an answer. <laughs> so if you already coming on with that fake stuff, don't even come, bro. No, nah, bro. <laughs> don't even I'm come. Slap it down. <laughs> if you don't want the real, just stay at home. <laughs> That's what they say. If you don't like the answer, don't ask the question. Yep. If you can't take the heat, then stay out the kitchen, <laughs> bro. Oh man. Um, I am starting a segment. Though. I'm trying to get it to where people, if parents have advice, they can email me, and when I have a parent on, we'll go over it. And mm-hmm. give them, give them, because I can't give you no, I can't give you no advice. You know, I ain't got no kids. So I'm gonna lean on the parents Let's to be keep like, it that way, bro. You know what I'm saying like <laughs> X, Y, and Z. 
what I'm saying? So, like I said, I appreciate y'all getting on, man. If you want to start sure. a business, you want to start a podcast, www.theaverageshowmedia.com. You heard we sound. I'm going to get you right. Get your pristine. The price is the price. So don't ask me questions on it. <laughs> Non-negotiable. If you, want, if you want quality, you got to pay for quality. Yep. Exactly. If you want I'm cheap, not. then go somewhere else. As you already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. And I'm going to see y'all next week, man. It's your future favorite baby daddy signing off. Peace. If you enjoy what you're from Baby Daddy Chronicles Podcast, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod and on Twitter at Baby Daddy Cron. If you want to watch the videos, subscribe to our YouTube at Average Joe Media LLC, which is also in the bio. And then you'll go to Baby Daddy Chronicles and you'll see all the videos for that. If you want to join the community, go on Facebook to Baby Daddy Chronicles. It's a group and you'll see there. Go ahead and send, uh, go ahead and uh, follow the group and stay up to date with the podcast and also be a safe space for fathers and parents as well. Don't forget to leave us a subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and leave us a review as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing. And I hope you continue to enjoy the content. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, crazy daddy.